Hello, everyone. Welcome to the One Flesh Podcast. The One Flesh Podcast is all about marriage. It's about the essential union between man and woman. Uh, we're here to help young men find a girlfriend and get married and build a marriage worth talking about. Uh, marriage is difficult. It's it's hard for everybody that does it, and that's almost the point. And that's why uh, it's my goal to bring on other like-minded men that have good marriages and uh, share some secrets, share some tips about marriage and help young men through this time. Uh, today, I've actually, I've got a guest on, uh, surprisingly enough. And I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, man, he was really prepared for this episode. He actually took the time to get a guest on and uh, you know curate some content, and he didn't pull it together last minute. And you would be wrong. Um, you would be very wrong. I actually called in uh, my friend. I call him the Clutch Clyde. Uh, he has come in clutch twice now. Uh, for my podcast, I had nothing to talk about, guys. And uh, I'll have you know that the only reason I started a podcast was because that's all I'm actually really good at is talking uh, most of the time out of my ass. Uh, so the fact that I can't come up for anything to talk, I'm going to go to the doctor, actually, and I hate doctors because it's it's really weird for the fact that I can't just sit here and talk. Uh, but I called up my buddy Clyde and I was like, hey, man, do you have a free hour? And his first response was an hour. And I said, yeah, man, um, we got to do a podcast. So uh, he said, absolutely. I'll be there. I'll do anything for the gram. Uh, Clyde Pratt, how are you? I'm good, man. I'm good. Uh, you know, totally, totally prepared. Totally don't still taste my uh, my dinner that I just ate while you called me to ask. Yeah, absolutely, man. Hey, that's that's how we do it. And that's how the best podcasts are made. All right. Uh, you'll you'll have that on these big jobs. You'll have that on these big jobs. Twice a week, uh, and as big of a pro procrastinator as I am, uh, you would be surprised how many episodes I don't actually know what I'm going to talk about until I set the mic down in front of me, and then I'm like, all right, let's let's go ahead and go. But no, I did want to have you on. Uh, I really enjoyed your episode. I think a lot of other people enjoyed your episode as well. Uh, part of the reason is because you and I told so many jokes, and we got along really well. Um, but I did want to talk to you about marriage. Uh, you seem like a, a pretty squared away guy. You seem like a guy that's done a lot of things um, and would know the value of a good marriage to say the least. Um, so I wanted to have you on to talk about it. And of course uh, I said, maybe he's got a free hour. So um, I'm glad you're back. I hope that uh, the per being on the purpose podcast the first time was a decent experience. I hope you didn't get much <laughs> pushback. Has Trevin listened to the episode? Do we know if he's listened? I don't remember. I, I, so he was in the group chat. I know Austin listened to it because um, right. he messaged you or he messages the both of us today and said he listened to it. I don't know if Trevin has listened to it yet. I need to get on him about that. That'll be that'll be funny. I I I, <laughs> I don't even remember. We just made a bunch of we made a bunch of jokes about Trevin so that we named it Trevin. Don't listen to this one. Um, obviously, it's it's the big red button in the room. We want him to listen to it so that he'll hear all our all our jokes. But um, no, I need to get him on the podcast too. But he sounds like a pretty busy dude. Um, oh yeah. So, Which, uh, yeah, I mean, he's married too. You you could squeeze two out of him. Yeah, I could. I, well, what do you think I'm doing here? You think we're? You think you're only gonna? You think you're gonna get away with only doing two? You think you think that you're only gonna get away with two? Um, yeah, I'm here for it, man. I'm here for it. <laughs> That's the so the the thing that I'm second best at talking is the best thing, and then asking questions is the second best. So I'm gonna get plenty out of you, man. Um, I'll, I'll milk that for all it's worth, but. Uh, so, Clyde, if I remember correctly, uh, your purpose, go ahead and uh, and state it. And if if we both have trouble remembering, then we'll make a new one up. 
Uh, really, my purpose um, is just to share my love of the outdoors, experience the outdoors as much as I can, and uh, to help other people in any way I can. It's, you know, it's kind of a, a broad statement. You know, I don't know 100% what my, I guess, narrow vision, straightforward purpose is, but I know that's that's what it leans towards. That's that's what I like. Yeah, no, I like it. And, and as, you know, as we've kind of talked about as we develop as people, I think that that purpose becomes more clear and more clear. Uh, and, and once you find the things that you're good at, you know, you, you're kind of finding this niche in social media, um, that, you know, you run TLO outdoors. Let's go ahead and shout out the socials. Give me your socials before we get to. Yeah. So, uh, socials, um, on, uh, Instagram and TikTok under TDG Clyde. Uh, then I of course manage TLO outdoors. That's T L O outdoors. Um, which we're on pretty much every single uh, social media uh, platform. I've been meaning to get on the that whole Threads thing. I don't know if you've played with that or not. I have um, not. I I keep telling myself I'm going to do it, but I have yet to hop on there. But yeah, go go uh go go give a follow. Um, just see random crap on on my Instagram, and then you know more outdoor business focused stuff on uh, on TLO. Yeah, go uh, go check them out, TLO, and just one uh, as my favorite. Uh, I don't know if you know any gun YouTubers, but my, as my favorite uh, gun YouTuber says, administrative results. Uh, he says, go ask them for a hug and a kiss. So uh, yeah. go in there, go follow, and uh, go DM them and ask them for a hug and a kiss. Um, so guys, I, I uh, guys, uh, Clyde, um, like I said, I really appreciated having you on. And what were we talking about before? Oh, finding your niche in social media um yeah you know as maybe that's the groove that you end up taking is using social media to to help people in the outdoors or, or whatever you know it kind of develops but at least you've got you know a direction and, and an avenue to to exercise um what you think might be your purpose so um at least we've got that even though you don't have it you know completely defined down so yeah yeah i, I mean life is complicated if if i knew 100 <laughs> percent what my purpose was i'd i'd be full of crap I don't, yeah. I don't know anything. Don't listen yeah. to me. Well, and a lot of purposes are broad too. Um, you know, it, it, we'll, we'll, we'll eventually get down to this thing of what is purpose and what a good purpose should be. Um, but you know, a lot of the good purposes are broad too, because if it gets too narrow, like, uh, it gets, it gets kind of weird, you know, um, not to throw anybody under the bus and I, I would love to talk to him, but like David Goggins, like, I don't know what his purpose is, but if he's like, my purpose is to carry the boats, you know, or my Just purpose the boats. is to, just the boats and the logs and to run like if that's his purpose then it's like well that's that seems kind of shallow you know well uh, that's why he's he's so big he that's pretty simple pretty yeah. simple things he's good at it <laughs> yeah and not to like again downplay that's how that's how they get really excellent at things and i don't know if that would be his purpose he's probably got a higher purpose but i'm just using that as an example of like narrow purposes also seem kind of shallow uh when when you say them but um you know, a more broad purpose that allows you to, to a little bit of room to move. Um, it encompasses, you know, the total of life. So finding that, what am I trying to say? Finding that happy medium that I hate that phrase. Uh, it's so squishy and disgusting. Um, but finding that, uh, finding the, the right uh, purpose that encompasses um, your total life where you could, you, you can exercise it in all areas of life. There's, there's my words. Uh, you know, finding a purpose that uh, really serves all areas of your life is kind of difficult. You know, mine, 
that's why mine is it, i actually have mine it's like comma listed where uh, i want to be a good husband a good father and a good leader to those around me that kind of hits everything you know oh yeah um, so it, it it's it's difficult but as that develops and as i uh as i exploit you for more podcasts i'm sure that'll develop over the years um but anyway, anyway do, do you, you're a listener cross canadian ragweed have you ever i have i have not oh okay well never mind then um but so tell me a little bit about uh first of all lead with her name who is your wife uh how did you get married and give me a little bit of that story of, of how clyde pratt uh got hitched okay so my wife's name is emily uh pratt now uh we got married uh june 4th of 2022 um so a little over a year now um which oddly enough we ended up meeting on tinder Uh, (laughs) oh cool this is gonna be a great podcast oh yeah um (laughs) now her uh her nephew who's uh he was like two one and a half too close to that age range um, he was playing in like this little uh bouncy walker thing, something to help kids learn how to walk. And yeah. I guess he she like put her phone down and he like ran by and like super liked me. She she's I don't believe her. I don't believe her. I'm calling her out. <laughs> she, she super liked me on her own. But she says he was the one that like ran by and swiped and did it. Um, which I mean at the time I was brushing my teeth when I got the notification. Um, uh, but now from there, you know, uh single guy you know get get messaged by a cute girl on uh on tinder so you know got gotta gotta hit um (laughs) so you cut out you said gotta hit her up right yeah yeah okay because it cut out when you said gotta hit so you said gotta (laughs) hit her up so i just wanted to clarify in case it cut out on everybody else's yeah uh, please uh don't 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 hit your wives please (laughs) yeah that's yeah that's exactly what i think um yeah uh hit her up i mean we we hit it off you know almost instantly i i felt i don't know uh i guess you could say like a calling like oh this one is way different um i mean she she was ambitious incredibly 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 kind um which i mean to this day she's one of the kindest people i've ever met um but yeah, she's a, you know, she's a teacher. Like I said, she's ambitious with her job. Um, so I, I don't know. She just presented as completely different down to earth person. Seen. Like completely different than what you've seen or I guess dated. At that oh point. yeah. Um, then uh, I'd say it was a little over a year. My, uh, since COVID, my whole timeline is twisted. Um, yeah, no, it, it, we uh, it just didn't happen. It just none of it happened. It oh, dude, imagination. It, from twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty two, just it just it feels like one big long year. It, it um, was a simulation. That's what it was. <laughs> no, ended up uh, ended up you know proposing, uh, which I proposed on the coldest day of the year in uh, twenty twenty one. That's what it was because we waited a while to get married because she wanted to finish getting her masters. Um proposed on the coldest day of the year there was like this big polar vortex going through missouri so it was like five degrees out um proposed outside of course and you know put the ring on her finger her hands were like so cold and shriveled that the ring was too big (laughs) (laughs) so you know it didn't fit i'm like freaking out um and then you know 
freezing cold is wonderful on phone batteries. Uh, she goes to call her mom to tell her that she got engaged and her phone dies awesome. like in the process. <laughs> so I just heard her mom go, what? What? <laughs> uh, which, you know, her her dad knew ahead of time. I, I asked permission from her dad. Yeah. Um, but yeah, then got a year and some change later, we, we got married. That's awesome, man. So when did y'all meet? Uh, we met in 2019. 2019. Um, we, we had actually talked for eh, probably about a month before we actually met up. Um, I'd gotten out of a, a a pretty long relationship at that time, and I was kind of just, I wasn't sure if I wanted to get back into dating, um, but something about her made me want to. Yeah. And uh, we, we eventually met, uh, which <laughs> hilarious story about our first date, um, which first date is also when I knew she was different. We uh, went, went to this Mexican place. She ordered some tacos and uh, she didn't finish her tacos. You know, women do that. And yeah. she gave me the taco that she didn't finish. And I'm like, OK, she, she, she's giving me tacos. We're already good. <laughs> um, came time to pay. I reached for my wallet and it wasn't there. Oh, no. and uh, <laughs> so I, I don't know if you're like this, but I, when I'm driving, I hate having my wallet in my back pocket. So I'll like take it out and put it in my console. Yeah. Yeah. And so I did that as I was sitting there waiting for it. Cause of course I had to get there early because I was nervous. And uh, I, when she got there, I forgot to put it back in my, so I go back to my truck Um she's like thinking that i just ate and dipped it just <laughs> left her. um the waitress was like is he coming back and she's like i hope <laughs> and the, the whole time i'm like oh my god she thinks i'm just just ate and just left her with the bill so That's i like awesome. sprinted out to my truck sprinted back with my wallet and i'm like no i, I promise <laughs> i'm just <laughs> I just forgot that's funny no that's that's really good so um, it started off nice and embarrassing she she got to see the real me from day one yeah no that's that's really funny we actually uh i have a similar story it wasn't anywhere close to our first date we had probably been dating for about a year but uh it was the waitress uh we went to buffalo wild wings and uh i had given dl in my wallet and went to the restroom um and uh the the waitress had come around with with the bill and I said something smart, like smart Alec. Um, I said something sarcastic as I went up. And uh, I was like, oh, good thing she's paying. And uh, the waitress was like mad at me for the rest of the time that we were there, which obviously wasn't that long. But the waitress actually wadded up the customer receipt and threw it at me. Um, and, oh, yeah. And was like, she was like pissed because she thought I actually made the Ellen pay uh, for the dinner, which was which was fun. But um, no, Dylan and I used to swap. I mean, we there was times where she had money and I didn't, and times where I had money and she didn't. And so it was like one year when I had money, I was paying for everything, and then one year when she had money, she was paying for a lot of it. Um, so oh yeah, we, did we that. uh we we've we've definitely done that, you know, especially uh you know during the whole COVID time. Yeah. Um, which you know that was another thing that I I appreciated about her. She was like. Oh, I, I I can pay. Like I, I just want to go get, you know, go out somewhere to eat with you. I can pay. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. Like I yeah. Absolutely. Yes, you can pay. <laughs> I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna say no to tacos. 
it is 2022. You're a strong and independent woman. Swipe that card right now. Swipe <laughs> it. Swipe it. Uh, no, that's cool, man. So um, how do I... I actually, it's an interesting topic because Dylan is the first serious girlfriend I've ever had. I mean, really, first girlfriend um, that I had ever had, and I ended up marrying her. Uh, but you said you were in kind of a longer relationship in 2019. I forget how old you are. I think you said you were like 28 or something like that. Yep, just turned um, 28 in June. Yeah, so 28. So 2019, you would have been what, 23? Um, something like that. Did we do the math right? 24? 24-ish. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm going to have an aneurysm here trying to count basic numbers. <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, did your truck get fixed? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, cool. Yeah, $4,000 later. Yeah, awesome. <laughs> well, start saving again because you never know. <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. um, but uh, anyway, uh, well, oh, we were counting. That's where we got thrown off. Um, so you were, you were like 24. So that means that you were in a, a kind of long-term adult relationship. Um and we're going to be careful here. We're going to watch our words carefully. Uh, but what I do want to know is how did you decide? Was it number one? Was it your decision? But how did you decide that that was the wrong one? And how did you decide what was going to be different in order to pick the right one? What, how did that show up? And and here's I want to set up context so that everybody knows why I'm asking, knows what he's going to answer. And so that, yeah, we can so that we watch our words. Um, the context um, is. I, I I really want to, a lot of guys, they say, well, I just want to make sure I get married to the wrong person or they don't, or not the wrong person, the right person. And I want to, I feel like guys need to think about who they're marrying before they marry them. Um, And I see a lot of guys that rush into marriage and it creates a lot of problems later. So as somebody who is happily married, who had a long-term relationship beforehand, I would just like to know, um, why you went a different direction and what made this one different and more marryable? Um, well, a, a big thing of course is age. Um, so the one I was with before, and uh, I mean, there's, there's no, you know, bad blood or anything. Um, right. she was, you know, high school sweets, the uh, high school sweetheart, um, you know, teenage me had done some really incredibly dumb stuff that kind of damaged the relationship. Um, and as we were getting kind of older and becoming adults, that came ve became very apparent. Um, and then the line of work I was in at the time, I was gone a lot, um, which, you know, makes problems worse. Yeah. And we eventually got to the point where it was like, we're making each other miserable. Neither one of us really has the want to fix it. So yeah. it was like, I think it's time for the both of us to call it quits, okay. um, which I mean, it, it was, I mean, it's still, suck. you know, breakups suck. Um, but, you know, for the most part, it wasn't like any like, you know, crazy stuff. It was just like, hey, this sucks. Um, you know, we, we've done stuff to each other that kind of can't be repaired. Let's let's just end it how it is. Yeah, that makes sense. Do you do you think and I don't again, we're going to tread carefully. Uh, tread lightly um walking on eggshells here um do you think that more forethought obviously hindsight is 2020 but do you think that the the real problem there was kind of lack of forethought and this is just for my curiosity do you think that if you would have had the mindset that you have now back then that it would have at least gone better i'm not going to say that you would marry her instead or whatever that's not what i'm <laughs> get, trying to get out of you 
just do you think that more forethought uh, if you would have thought about it more in the relationship was it something that actions caused or was it just um just the wrong person do you see do you see what i'm trying to say um, I, chalk it up to just i would the say wrong it's person. i would say it's wrong person and actions um yeah <laughs> It's a without, without going into too much detail i i i had made a lot of mistakes man. okay so um yeah a little a little bit of both um so then that's all i ask i know i'm asking sticky questions i just get i get a lot of this yeah it was just the wrong person and i'm like well hold up but you you did some stupid stuff <laughs> you know yeah yeah oh like, no i i, I can um, fully admit i, I was dumb <laughs> as yeah. a as a you know a teenage I guess teenage man you, you you're I guess you're technically a man at that point um but no I mean it it, it just I I wouldn't say I would go back and like change things cuz you know those things that happened made me who I am today and you know I don't want to change that at all um you know I'm happy with my life um but you know also as we were seeing as when we were together uh our interests really weren't the same um we we're just growing into two very different people so you know it, it was you know poor decisions and just wrong person um which you know as high school sweethearts you know the, the girl that gives you attention is you know that, that you think <laughs> that's gonna be the one i guess the ellen is the first one that actually uh that knew my name so you know <laughs> no that that kind of answers my questions and, and i ask like i said for very specific reasons when i'm talking to young men um it, it's almost just like i don't know how, they, they almost think that it's in, in a lot of circumstances they almost think that it's just either the right person or the wrong person um you know whereas it's like well yeah but and and they all it's almost like they do have to just play the tinder lottery and i'm not trying to like harp on you but what i'm saying is it's like oh it's either going to be the right person or a wrong person it's a very binary um i think to a lot of young men um and what what that means is they they back up they, well they don't back up they just don't think about it you, you get what i'm saying um yeah uh well a, a lot of young people is like they don't realize that getting first of all getting to a point in the relationship where you're like, I want to marry this woman, you know, that's, that takes effort. And then being married takes yeah. a ton of effort. Um, you know, it, it, it's not like the most magical, amazing person is just going to appear in front of you and going to want to wait on you hand and foot. And, Oh, by the way, you can also have a Bentley. Here you go. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, I, I mean, everybody has their faults. Um, so it, I don't know. I I don't really think there's you know one special perfect person out there. It's like, but this is the person that I'm willing to go through all the bad stuff with in order right. to to make it work. Yeah. No, I think, and I think we'll move on to to your current marriage and and what your what your marriage is like now. Uh, current marriage, the only marriage uh, to your current. <laughs> relationship and situation uh but i just like i said i just want to explore that because i'm all about trying to help young men um make the right decisions and use forethought and like i said i've been running into a lot of well if it's the right person um or you know like i said i'll, I'll be i'll be done with it because i've got things planned <laughs> in the future but uh that that answers some of my questions and i just wanted to get your thoughts on the experience so um i would say that you know maturity played a, a role in in your 
I mean, I didn't even say that you did. You said it came with kind of right. experiences. Uh, so maturity played a part in this new relationship and making it go successfully. Yes. Oh, hundred percent. Um, like uh, when I met her, she was, you know, very centered on her career. Um, you know, teaching is her, but still is her passion. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what most of her, most of my conversations involve hunting or fishing. Most of hers involve teaching, um, which, you know, I love that. Um, but I don't know, j just seeing a, a woman with goals and ambitions is incredibly attractive to me. And I'm like, okay, yep. this is, this is good partner material. So where do those, those goals and ambitions line up with, uh, line up with the marriage? Um, so that's, a, that's a good question because you see a lot of women that, um, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to really, uh, get us in a lot of trouble. Um, <laughs> You, you see a lot of women that, you know, they are ambitious and they do have a lot of goals, but a lot of times that comes at the expense of a marriage and a family uh, for women these days. And so uh, how did you, how did, how were you able to tell, and did this come from hard conversations or how did you, how were you able to tell that your wife was down for a marriage, that she was able to um, give the time necessary for a marriage? Was that ever a conversation between battling? Because it, it's a thing with guys all the time. You know what I mean? With guys all the right. time, it's like, are you in a position to choose between your career and and a marriage? Um, it's less common with women. And so that's why I'm asking is, was that a, a conversation? How did that go? Um, well, When I say ambition, it was, you know, it, it was more of her saying like, you know, I'm not here to just date. I'm here to be a wife. I okay. want somebody that's going to, you know, help me, you know, further my career, help her build to be a better teacher, you know, help her, um, you know, support her, I guess, emotionally through, uh, you know, getting her master's because, well, I've never done any college, uh, it appears getting a master's sucks. <laughs> That's funny. Um, yeah, just, just stuff like that. You know, it was more of a, Hey, I'm not here to waste my time. Um, so that makes sense. So the marriage was woven in to, to the ambition. The marriage was a part of the plan. Um, it wasn't just my goal is to become a principal or a superintendent or whatever. And, oh yeah, I might get married if, if the right guy comes along, it was, no, I want a marriage. Um, and I want somebody that's going to support my career goals. Uh, right. As well. Which I so mean, uh, cause, cause with that, I mean, being, you know, in her line of work, it, it is very emotionally taxing. Right. Um, so it's just, you know, understanding that, you know, some days she, she doesn't want to make a single decision. She doesn't want to she doesn't want anybody to look at her the wrong way um so i don't know it's it's she she made it very well known she's like hey if we're gonna talk to each other i am going to be a wife and this is how it's gonna be and it's like okay okay you got your goals yeah how did you receive that at first was how early did that happen did that make you nervous a little bit did that scare you a little bit were you in that position as well I would definitely say it made me nervous at first. Um, like I said, we, we had talked, uh, we had talked for about a good month before we actually, uh, met up. And that whole time I was like, you know, cause I, I didn't, I wouldn't want to lead her on, um, you know, cause I could yeah. tell off the rip that she was, you know, a good person. Um, me at the time was just like, <laughs> am I looking to just mess around? Am I looking to, and then, you know, I, I, 
gone to a lot of friends, you know, got their advice. I've been, uh, been extremely blessed with having other strong charactered men, uh, in my life to, you know, give me, give me good wisdom. And they're like, dude, you, you don't just find these kind of women falling out of, you know, Tinder every day. <laughs> like, what <laughs> yeah. do you do? Are you stupid? And, uh, <laughs> and it's like, uh, yeah, that, that makes sense. Um, you know, and the more I thought about it, I'm like, yeah, I, I will forever kick myself if I just let this one go. <laughs> yeah, that makes um, a lot so, of sense. But yeah, she she was she was very upfront with uh, you know, her expectations. Yeah, no, I I think that's good, and and I know that uh, it can be not a, a turn off is the right is the wrong word, but it can make guys nervous, and I and I, and I get it. Um, I get it. I just, I never, I never dated as an adult. So I have a hard time of like relating oh, it sucks, to, to dude. guys that did. Yeah. Is it bad? <laughs> it's, it's so bad. Dude, it never, oh my God. I, I don't suggest anybody ever gets on Tinder. That, that is, and that was, you know, a few years ago that that was on there. I couldn't imagine it now. You yeah. Check for an Adam's apple, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yes, I do know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Um, <laughs> and those cost Sorry. way more than four thousand dollars. Those trannies are built different. Um, oh god. <laughs> uh, anyway, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, um, yeah. Dating as an adult, I never really did it, but uh, some guys can be kind of scared of commitment, and, and especially coming out of kind of a longer term relationship like you you had been in. Um, some guys are very scared, and trying to change the perception that's that's part of my goal is trying to change the perception of marriage because a lot of guys will get out of a relationship that i would say kind of atrophied or um soured maybe as because it wasn't just like a a a big break it was it was it sounded like it was slow over time that um you could have very well gotten very negative about relationships at all um and said you know being in a monogamous relationship just really kind of sucks and uh, you could have taken that negativity and and carried it on um was it was it just that she was so awesome is that what kind of gave you hope to try again or was there something else in, in you that said no um i really i really want to make this work despite having a relationship that didn't work out um what was the motivation for you to to actually get serious and to have a serious relationship after after having a, a negative one man honestly it was a it was a little bit of all of the above um you know cuz she was really awesome she was cool um she was the first girl that I've, you know, gone on a date with and we sat there and talked football and stats and she wasn't just BSing me. <laughs> yeah. Um, she, she's more of a football, she's more of a chiefs fan than I am. I'm more of a football fan. She's more of a chiefs fan. I'll say yeah. that. Um, but not, I, I mean, just cool as hell. And then, uh, it, it was just everything just kind of be screaming at me it was like hey take this one serious um which you know not literally screaming but you know you got your conscience all that it's just like this one this one you got to handle different intuition that makes sense that's the word (laughs) tell me tell me a little bit about the uh the the wedding so for for young guys uh the wedding is always a a difficult topic and we're we're at 650 i don't think we got started until about 715 so um we've got about 10 25 minutes um tell me a little bit about the the wedding um i think i've asked you all the uh all the invasive 
hard to answer questions that are going to get us in trouble. And I think we've gotten through it pretty well. Uh, so I, know, me... I, I love those questions. Yeah, no, I think they're good questions. And, and like I said, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to answer. And it's mainly just because I, I see a lot of young men that struggle. Um, I see a lot of young men that struggle hard and, uh, you know, I do have experience in, in running what I think is a successful relationship, but particularly what I'm interested in is, is that the ups and downs, you know, for DLN and I, we have had ups and downs. Yes. But it's been, you know, dating here and gone up, you know, it's been, the relationship has slowly increased in intimacy and, and it's the only one I've ever really had. And so, um, just trying to get some sort of, some sort of advice out there or somebody that these guys can relate to, um, when they're dealing with, you know, multiple relationships and hard breakups and stuff like that. Um, so I, I appreciate you speaking on it. Cause I know it's not always something easy to easy to speak about. Um, oh man, if, if it helps anybody else, I'm, I'm, I'm down for it. I, d- I don't feel embarrassment too terribly easy. That's, that's not a feeling I'm, uh, too familiar with. So yeah, I'm, I'm well, good you know. to answer most. Of- <laughs> that's funny. Um, so yeah, I, I was going to ask you about the wedding. Uh, you know, you, we had talked weight loss, uh, in the past. Um, did that it kind of, did it affect your self-esteem at all? Um, trying to date as an adult, uh, when did you start losing weight and you know, how, how does that work? And, and the reason I ask is because, um, you know, I started gaining weight, uh, after Dylan and I were dating, but, uh, that was one of the reasons that, um, I'm still so thankful that I ended up with her is because despite how disgusting I was, um, she never, she, she knew that I was not healthy. And when I wanted to change it, she would help me change it. But I never felt like she, she was disgusted by me or, or even unattracted, you know what I'm saying? No matter how bad I got, um, that love was always there. And so I couldn't even imagine what my self-esteem would have been like if I didn't have that, um, give me a little bit about how your, your weight loss and, um, your lifestyle fit into that. Yeah. Um, definitely affected, you know, the self-esteem getting back into the dating pool. Um, cause I, I was with that ex when I, you know, got fat, yeah. <laughs> but then, you know, got, got to get back out there, you know, as a, as a chubby guy. And then, uh, I don't know, she, uh, never had any sort of problem with it um you know she was always attracted to me very attracted to me. um that's cool you know and then now that i'm uh you know dropped 120 plus pounds she she i, I gotta beat her off with a stick man <laughs> <laughs> that's funny i yeah no that's that's really good man the testosterone boost was amazing um oh, were, dude. were you able to tell a difference between fat and skinny and and uh, gaining that testosterone and and boosting that yeah that and just having energy which you know that probably comes from the testosterone boost testosterone boost in general dude i am struggling with words today oh hey buddy, um, it's it's been a two-week affair where i cannot find my words so um you're, uh, but, you're not alone <laughs> but yeah um which i mean you know losing weight in general um just kind of helps everybody but yeah um it it'll it'll boost everything but she never you know she was never like oh you're disgust it was more like you know when i was ready to get back to it she was like okay well this is what you want to do you know i'll help you i'll hold you know help hold you accountable when it comes to like eating and going to the gym consistently but it was never like you know 
hey you're a piece of crap go do this yeah <laughs> no that's that's funny and, and just having that support and you know knowing that knowing that the love is is real and I, i've never had that issue and i and i would never be like what i'm not saying here is go gain 100 pounds so that you know that your girlfriend loves you that's not what i'm saying here um <laughs> please don't do that uh but no just it, it 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 gave me some reassurance that you know she was actually in for the whole thing and she loved me for me you know um i i can't imagine i've never dated as an adult and I ne i've never dated as a hot adult um so i can't imagine just the struggles that go in they go into that um you know like I, i've never i've never done that so i, I don't um, i don't recommend it whatsoever uh you you got <laughs> extremely lucky which you know i commend you for that yeah man no i i appreciate it and i know i i did get really lucky and and that's trying to identify some of the things that i did right that that weren't luck that were that were effort has been trying to relay that you know what i'm saying because i think we did some things right but i also think it was just really lucky and and not even luck just the willingness to make it work you know what i mean i think we were both ready uh, as shocking as it was at 16 i i mean i started dating her at 16 um i just think i was so ready to do that um and it sounds like you know maybe once you once you really got into it where did you just have that point where like okay i'm i'm ready to have this like you didn't you didn't exactly know what this was uh but yeah. you knew it was good and was there a well, point where you're like all right i'm ready to do it well, even when, you know, I was, you know, on Tinder swiping left and right as it was, um, even when, you know, I'd match with other people, I wasn't really, I, I just honestly wouldn't even message them because I'm like, I, I don't know if I want to do just the whole dating thing, you know, Yeah. I, I was getting to, you know, the point in my life where I, you know, it's getting a little more serious, it's got to start thinking about things. Yeah. And I'm like, I kind of just want, you know, more wife material. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And the, a lot of that comes with the maturity as well. Although I would, I would actually absolutely love to, uh, to get a little tipsy and then swipe Tinder in Missouri. That sounds, that sounds really fun. Um, actually, I just want to get on the corner of like Oklahoma, Missouri, and Kansas. Th those, those three <laughs> states touch each other, touch each other, right? Oh, what, what you do is you, yeah, yeah. What, what, what you do here is, uh, you take pictures of your buddy and use his name. <laughs> <laughs> yes yes Just i want to do that in missouri bro i want to go to the most podunk town and do tinder in missouri and then we can have bets on like do they have teeth or not you know like <laughs> like we'll just we'll take bets on the next swipe <laughs> what's bad is you can set the age limit all the way up to like i don't know like 80 don't quote me on that because I, I, it's been <laughs> years since i was on there but you you can really stretch out the age Oh, that would be so, that would be so much fun is like gambling on Missouri Tinder. Uh, we've got to do that. That's going to be, when I get my YouTube channel up, that's going to be a live stream at some point when we gamble on Missouri Tinder. Um, we're going to do that. Just, uh, let, let your wife know ahead of time. So she doesn't like just see your phone and it's like, got Tinder on your phone. Oh no. It's so funny, man. I, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll make that happen. I love getting on my buddy's Tinder. Um, I just, I love swiping on all the girls he doesn't want. I, I love it so much. I love it so much. It is so much fun to me. Um, and it's probably not good. It's not good fun because you're judging books by their covers and, and yeah, I get it. But That's it, what it just, I hated about it so much. <laughs> it, it just sounds like so much fun, uh, in, in the state of Missouri, but anyway, um, <laughs> so tell me, let's actually get to the point. Let's get to something useful. 
tell me a little bit about the wedding. What was the wedding planning process? Because this I do have experience with. Uh, and I think we could have a pretty good conversation about it. Uh, tell me what the wedding planning process was. How did that work out financially? Uh, did you almost kill each other? Was it pleasant? Um, overall, you know, I, I'd say it wasn't bad. Um, I will say just just to rag on her a little bit. Um, <laughs> I requested the one thing I wanted for my wedding was to not be hot. So we decided to get married in June. <laughs> Still like being hot, man. Um, that's funny. But no, I, it was actually a pretty cool day. Um, I mean the the whole planning process. Uh, so we got engaged in February of twenty one and didn't get married until June of twenty two. Um, so that left a good bit of uh, planning space, which her her best friend, her mom yada yada they all did most of it um which her parents offered to pay for most of it you know she's the first one of her and her sister to get married yeah so they were all ecstatic about that um the we we lucked out with the venue they gave us a pretty decent price which included you know dj flowers food all that i will say one thing i didn't like about that venue um it, it was my own wedding and I went back to get a second plate of barbecue chicken and they're already putting it away. Oh really? That sucks. <laughs> I went back there. I'm like, I want, I want I want some more food. And they're like, Oh, we're putting away. I'm like, it's my wedding. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> do you not understand what's going on here? Give me more food. <laughs> no, that's funny. We, we didn't even hardly get to eat, man. We were so hungry. We went, we went to Whataburger afterwards um after the wedding because we were so we didn't hardly get to eat they jumped right into speeches and stuff like that yeah yeah that's that's how it was we uh we scarfed down a quick plate and then took like a bite of cake and then it was just mingling and yeah all that other i dude it was it was a blur um we also left for a 16 hour drive for our honeymoon the very next day so we ended up getting home at midnight and then we left at like five in the morning to go drive out to Colorado. Ooh, yeah, that so <laughs> anyway. Um yeah, I had a I had a buddy that bet me he still hasn't paid up yet, but I had a buddy that bet me a thousand dollars that I would be so tired after the wedding that we wouldn't do married people things after the wedding. Um and he owes me a thousand dollars. So uh and we probably wouldn't have if there wasn't a thousand dollars on the line. So I'd say we um, were definitely t- we got home and we looked at each other. <laughs> like I can barely hold my eyes open. This air conditioning <laughs> feels great, and the bed is looking real comfortable. <laughs> no, I I understand. And like I said, if there wasn't a thousand dollars on the line, it probably would have been the same way. Um, but I'll get my I'll get my grand. Uh, I'll get best grand I've ever best grand I've ever earned. Uh, but no, that's that's funny. So uh, the wedding planning it, it wasn't a disaster. That's good to hear. Um, that you had a venue take care take care of most of it. So, did y'all have alcohol at your wedding? How did you deal with that? Uh, yes and no. Um, okay, we did not have alcohol. It, it would have been you know a good bit extra. Then you got to pay for insurance, all that stuff. Yeah, um, and, all that. and yeah, and she she just you know she wasn't comfortable with it. Um, I it didn't really matter either way to me because i know my groomsmen <laughs> um, they uh they hooked it up we, we 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 had a little bit of whiskey um 
one of my buddies, he uh he brought he brought some beer, um, which I forgot to tell him that nobody can see the alcohol or we have to it's like an extra fee um just for like insurance purposes. Right. Um so he just walks in carrying, you know, a couple cases of beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh luckily nothing came of it, um, which was, you know, great. Got a little little tipsy. Uh actually convinced the photographer to go out and have all the groomsmen take a uh, shirtless picture pictures for the, uh, the bride's mother. Awesome. <laughs> Love that. I'll, uh, I'll have to shoot those, those pictures to you sometime. The, uh, the funny. looks we got was wonderful. Yeah, we did, uh, we did something similar. So actually we were, we were allowed to have uh, alcohol at the wedding. It had to be like served by a bartender and it was BYOB. So everybody had to like bring mm. their alcohol to the bar. It was, it was kind of weird, but um, I actually did a shot with all my groomsmen and the preacher. So that was good. Nice. What the <laughs> um, preacher? I respect that. Is that a Texas yeah. thing, man? Uh, I don't know. I know it was actually a family. He's not really a preacher, but uh, you know, the dude, the, however you say that, the official, whatever his, his right. title is. Um, but he knew I liked the whiskey and, and he was like, man, I just want to, you know, take a celebration shot. And I was like, absolutely. Yes, <laughs> we will do that before the wedding. Um, I'm here for it. Yeah. So when you, uh, when you were organizing it, I guess there's not much to talk about. You said you, you said it went really well. So um, typically there's, there's a couple of hiccups in there. Um, yeah. I, I just sent you a shirtless picture of, of us and all the, the groomsmen. <laughs> Excellent. Yeah. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll use that as the, Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> That's definitely going to be the thumbnail. You messed up. Oh uh, no. Oh no. You messed up a lot. So Love it. Oh, that's really fun with with the bow ties. Um, oh yeah, no, it had to have the bow ties. That's great. Yeah. No, I'll send you. So what actually people don't know um and they may not be okay with me saying this. Uh so my little brother was 16 at the time. Um I've got a, a little brother that's about 5 years younger than me. Uh, so was he 15 or 16? I think he was 16 cause he was driving. Um, so yeah, cause I was 21 when I got married. So he was 16. Um, he, uh, so of course he's, he's drinking a little bit and I never really drank in high school. And so kind of when I started drinking, he, he could have a little bit occasionally, you know, uh, well, oh, unbeknownst yeah. to all of us, my groomsmen, uh, were drinking before the wedding, which can't even imagine. Um, no, they were drinking before the wedding. And I believe that they were drinking wine. Uh, and so one of my groomsmen was going to give my little brother a drink of wine and tried to do a long pour into his mouth uh, instead of just letting him sit from the bottle and apparently poured red wine all over his white shirt. Love um, that. And luckily, luckily, I don't think he had his vest on, but luckily the stain was perfectly covered by the vest. Nobody knew. Um, nobody knew at all that houston had just a big red wine stain all over his shirt oh uh, that's um, wonderful oh yeah if if my wife and mom would have found out it would have been disastrous for every one of us um but now Love they... i mean there, there's there's got to be shenanigans at, at weddings um yeah I, so i absolutely love going to weddings um i got a bit of a reputation amongst our friend group of uh <laughs> going a little too hard at weddings <laughs> that's but, very uh, funny oh dude i mean you gotta have fun you know it's you know one of the happier days of someone's life yeah 
just make it a big party, man. Yeah, no, it was really cool. We we really didn't party all that much. We're not very we're not very big partiers, but um, we had the music and you know the alcohol and stuff like that. But we didn't really have the party songs and everything. And actually, uh, this is becoming more about my wedding than yours, and I apologize for that. But <laughs> oh, you're fine. Um, it's it's a conversation. Actually, what uh what happened was they did a send off early because they were worried about rain. Uh, so they did an indoor send off early, uh, so that people could leave if they wanted to leave. But that everybody thought the wedding was over. And so there was like nobody in the building by 830. Um, we're sitting here and we're like, where did everybody go? And they're all gone because they thought that, that was the send off. They thought that the wedding was done. Um, we had barely played any music. Like it was, you know, nothing had really happened. And so everybody took off. And so we had like the whole venue to ourselves for like a couple of hours. Uh, and it was pretty cool. We, you know, went through the wedding gifts and stuff like that. And it's um, pretty sweet. See, we, we didn't actually yeah. have a chance to even look at our wedding gifts until like a little over a week later when we got back from our honeymoon and we're just going through like oh so this is what we got it's nice yeah it was it was kind of difficult because a lot of people didn't put their names on the thank yous and stuff and my wife was uh actually in college at the time and i was super busy with work and so um we ended up not doing thank yous and everybody was really upset about that um, yeah, my wife handled that. Uh, she she just gave me a stack of stuff to sign my name on. I'm like, what is this? She's like, thank yeah. you cards. I'm like, we thanked them at the wedding. <laughs> yes, exactly, <laughs> exactly. I told you thank you in person. Is that not better than a written card? <laughs> right. Um. Okay. Yeah. No. Uh. That's what happened. And my my wife probably would have taken care of it, but she was so stacked with school. They gave her like one week off of school in between semesters, and that's when we did the wedding. Uh, and so literally Jesus, we didn't have a, we didn't have a honeymoon. Um, so we came back, uh, we came back the wedding was on Saturday and we were back at work and school on Monday. Um, so it was, it was, it was pretty tight. So, and I was like, look, if they're going to be upset for, at us for not writing thank yous, then, you know, they don't love us that much. I guess. Yeah, they'll be fine. I mean, to be fair, I don't have any of the thank you cards that people have given us. Eh. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it's nice. I'm like, aw, to the trash. Oh, to the trash. <laughs> That's <laughs> funny. So, man, uh, I I think we've we've gotten all. Uh, give me give me your best piece of marriage advice. What's your best piece of marriage advice? I think you I think you put one in there, didn't you? Um, uh, I I remember I put one. I said, uh, it's okay to be mad at each other. Yeah, explain that to me a little bit. And I should have gone there instead of instead of jacking my jaw for for. 15 minutes. Uh, oh, it's okay to be mad at each other. What did you mean by that? Meaning you shouldn't have to ever feel like you need to bend who you are just to, you know, appease the other person. You know, it's okay to have disagreements. It's okay to, you okay. know, get upset with each other. Um, because if a relationship is only ever ups, then someone's not being true to who they are. Okay. Um, that makes sense relationships you know they have their ups and downs they have their quarrels they have their arguments uh please don't fist fight each other if if you guys are to the point of fist fighting <laughs> maybe don't see each other i don't know that's just me um but yeah you know no it's it's okay to be mad at each other it's okay to get into arguments um which a lot of people think you know they get into you know one big argument and a lot of times people are ready to call it quits it's like dude it it happens it happens um unless unless there's a a quote that i heard um that i try to remember anytime we get into disagreements and it's 
are you trying to be hurtful or helpful? Um, okay. So, yeah. you know, it, it's, it's okay to be mad at your, at your spouse or significant other. Um, but when you're conveying those feelings, you need to remember, are you trying to be hurtful or, or helpful? Um, because that's, you know, ultimately that's the person you love. You shouldn't want to be hurtful. You, you'd want to be helpful. You want to help her understand how you're feeling or help solve the problem. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And I think that what I said, because I, I did an episode on that, on that advice that I got from everybody. Uh, and I think what I said to yours was, um, to it's okay to be mad at each other's. I said, yeah, it, it's okay to have those feelings and it's okay to be upset as long as you don't stay that way. Um, I think that's what yeah. I said. To, because to eventually, prompt. you know, if, if it does, um, like I said, it's not getting resolved or if you stay mad, it's going to turn into resentment. Um, yeah. But I don't know, man, just, just <laughs> arguments and stuff happens. You're going to get mad. Like, don't don't think you're the worst husband ever just because, you know, you feel mad at your wife. It's it's OK. It happens. Yeah. And don't don't completely bail out too. like when you're in the girlfriend stage or the girlfriend boyfriend stage. Um, understand that those type of arguments happen and that it you have to get through it. Um, right. To, to <laughs> like, get to the like I, I know I am incredibly annoying to live with. <laughs> uh, I can't, I can't remember crap. My brain is just, Toast I don't know. Just, just, just imagine a drift car on ice. It's just bouncing into everything. Right. Um. So, you know, it, I know I'm not an easy person to live with. Um. So it's it, it just, I don't know, some compassion. Yeah. Try, try not to be hurtful to, to your spouse. That makes a lot of sense. Well, man, I think we've uh we've we've got a good picture of your marriage and uh I don't I'm glad we didn't uh we didn't talk for two hours because that means I get to get another episode out of you. I get to exploit you for another one uh in the future. So <laughs> I'm no, I'm man. here for it. Give me uh give me a bit more of a, a heads up first so I can prep a little bit. <laughs> hey man, the clutch Clyde. Uh that's that's gonna be your new name in my phone um is the clutch Clyde I'll, I'll call you in when I need when I need somebody to come in clutch but no man I, I think this is a really good episode kind of giving you uh giving us your story on on marriage and, and letting letting us know your outlook and uh, I appreciate you sharing those details about you know uh leaving the last relationship and and what made you really want to find a, a new one and uh it sounds like it sounds like things really just worked man and and at the very least um what really valuable uh lessons we can take out of this is uh act when you know um when you have that intuition actually act on it because you know i think there's a lot of guys that uh, get that intuition like you did of like okay i think this may be the one and a lot of those guys don't act on it they get they get scared and they and they pull back from that uh and i think you and i both have a good story of uh what can happen if you if you act on it um you know would you say that this can be yes or no or you can elaborate uh it, it you know if you can find your words <laughs> then you can elaborate um would you say that uh that that marriage has really made you better um it's kind of a layup question but yeah yeah a better person uh more understanding in general um i mean she, she's my better half for a reason right um i don't know if, if i was a single guy i'd, I'd be in an apartment with a singular chair and a TV and an Xbox. Yeah. And my gun safe. <laughs> and probably not as, as good, a, a good of morals and, and good. Uh, oh, I don't, I know for me, you I, know. I, I will say, um, 
you know, and, and it's not without, you know, it's, it's a way to shame. Uh, in my life, I have definitely been a man ho. Uh, oh, well, yeah. <laughs> which, you know, it's not something that I'm, you know, necessarily proud of, but she has definitely made me a much better person. Um, a little bit of a reference and shout out to my best man, uh, which he, uh, during the speech, he, he you know, he's kind of joking, telling some, some stories. We, uh, you know, we both grew up pretty good. Everybody thought we were going to be, you know, in jail or prison, which oddly enough, he's now, uh, an officer here in town, um, doing, yeah. you know, some pretty, pretty high level stuff with the force. Those are the and, best you officers. Know, <laughs> right. But, uh, he, uh, he had said, I can say or he, I'm trying to remember specifically what I said. I think it was, I can say with all honesty that you are getting the best version of him. Oh, that's and funny. he he credited her for you know, kind of helping shape me into that. That's good. Yeah, you know, it, it, she definitely made me a, a, a better person, and um that's that's kind of what i i feel like marriage does uh, and when you do it correctly and when you put the right amount of effort into it uh it really is is for the better and i'm really trying to change the the narrative on that and so i appreciate you helping me uh, helping me do that clyde it's uh it's 7 15 uh, i have officially overrun my my initial hour proposition so uh i do appreciate you coming in clutch man and i think i'm actually going to record i think that was trevin uh i haven't saved his number quite yet but i think i'm going to record with trevin on saturday um so yeah yeah it was, it was trevin so i'm going to record with trevin on saturday uh this is going to release today but i doubt he listens to it before then so uh you need to give me uh give me like some some good questions that'll that'll throw him for a loop or something uh like give me something like personal that i can ask where he's gonna be like how did you know that um give me give me something to mess with him. um but and that's you can tough. you can text it to me don't put it on the on the that's tough don't put it on the episode but yeah think about it and i'm gonna be like hey trevin so um no, I'm, 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 I'm gonna say uh trevin why do you do that weird thing when you go to the bathroom you know what it is <laughs> okay that, i'll say that um yeah i'll uh i'll say that and make him explain it um all right man no i think we've had a good time i appreciate you coming in clutch uh everybody this has been the one flesh podcast uh as as always with clyde uh, I think Clyde had some some good information. Uh, there was probably more jokes told than than valuable things. Mostly that's my fault. Um, but Clyde and I have a good time. And uh, like I said, if you get anything out of this, uh, when you when you have a thought that it's the right one, act on it because uh, you'll get a lot of benefit out of it. Uh, both Clyde and I can say that with with extreme confidence that uh, marriage is a good thing. And you know, he and I come at, come at from come at it from two different angles. Uh, we have two completely different experiences as far as how we arrived uh, at marriage. And so um, take it from the both of us from from a diversity of experiences, as we as we like to say, uh, that marriage is a good thing. And once you know, uh, once you know, or once you have the slightest bit of intuition that it's the right one, uh, go go into that. Um, be be uh, be adventurous and do something that you never thought you would do. And, and hopefully that thing is to get married. So. Guys, I appreciate it. Tune into the Sunday, uh, the Sunday series on the Purpose Podcast. Uh, this this week's episode will hopefully feature Trevin Beatty, uh, the 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 legendary Trevin. Uh, we're going to talk about his purpose. Uh, Clyde says that he is a a really good person, a really good dude, and a really cool dude that that I need to talk to. So tune into that. Go hit me up on Instagram at the underscore Purpose Podcast. 
uh, go share my reels and like my things. And uh, we'll see you next time, guys. Thanks.